baby. Welcome back to the podcast. We are in the booth. This is From the Booth. My name is Rory Flood, and I'm sitting here with my beautiful, lovely co-host. Hey, Rory. What is up, Doug? What are you drinking? Got an Eagles beer. Yes, you do. That's what I'm drinking, too. Cheers. It's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Look at that nice sound wave from your woo. That is nice. Good form. It's nice and thick. Good form. Nice and thick. We have a very special version of the podcast this week. We are doing a Mudge Spotlight. It's a Mudge Spotlight. It's a Mudge Spotlight. We have Josh Mudge in the booth. He hosted last week with us. He's back on the scene. He was down for a good chunk of COVID, and he's going to tell you that story and get you all caught up with his life, and then we're going to play some original Josh Mudge music at the end. Yeah, we got about a 35, 40-minute interview with him. Yeah. Brought us all up to date. Yeah, and uh, he's had a crazy year. We, you know, another musician who, um, like all, like everybody, you know, anybody who had to figure out their entire source of income, their living, uh, their schedules, and their livelihoods, they had a, a serious scramble. Um, you know, more so than some of us who just had to learn how to zoom. Yeah. So. Yeah. So here it is, the Josh Mudge interview from the booth. Cheers. And we're in the booth. Josh Mudge. Josh hey. Mudge. Cheers. Cheers. What Welcome. are you drinking, Josh? Uh, the Proof of Life Sour. I believe mm. that's what it is, right? Blood Orange Cranberry Sour, yes. Yeah. It's good. It's good Doug, sour. Doug, what are you drinking? This is uh, a slightly watered-down bullet. <laughs> nice. I, I'm drinking an Equals beer, and I'm fusing the uh, the elbow of the microphone into my arm like a robot. Yeah. Cheers to that, man. Cheers. Cheers to fusing. Rory's gone mobile. He's disconnected the give it up for robots <laughs> microphone stand. So Josh Mudge, yes, you're sir. here hosting open mic tonight, um, and we just want to let everybody get to know you a little more intimately mm. across the airwaves. So we kind of wanted to know a little bit about your past, what you're up to now, and what's up uh, with with Josh Mudge of the future. Okay, what's should I just answer all of that, or do you have a no, question? Yeah, just let's, go. Let's just go. What was uh, what was your inspiration to begin performing music live? Performing music live. Um, I, s- I remember having an interest in playing when, uh, believe it or not, when I was like five years old. I didn't get my first guitar until I was nine years old. Um, so I started playing then. But uh, I guess just hearing music in the house that my parents would play you know, all the time when I was young. And I don't know if I saw images of like people on TV playing music or whatnot that inspired me, but... I don't know. Just from a very young age, there was a spark there, and I'm I'm not entirely sure where it came from. But um, actually, technically, my first guitar I did get at five, but it wasn't a real guitar. It was just like a toy guitar from Toys R Us. And uh, my parents would tell me that I would you know, like jump around on the couch holding it, and pretending like I was playing. So I guess it started very early on, but I don't know what the source is. Maybe it was from the universe. First, like live a meteor, just first shot down. performance. First live performance. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a paid gig. Just first time oh, no. you played in public in front of people. Uh, probably at church. Yeah, at a church. Hallelujah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Cheers. Cheers to church. I don't really go there much anymore right now, but uh, grew up in a religious family and uh, was exposed to music through church and um, through probably middle school through high school, I would like participate in playing in bands and such for for that so you say playing in bands was that strictly guitar yeah guitar 
Any vocals? Um, not until probably high school, out of high school, and just like uh, background vocals, maybe in bands. I never was a, a front man in a band or anything like that. All the bands that I played in, I was playing rhythm guitar or lead guitar mostly. So what I'm doing now is kind of just like branching out on my own and this was a new thing for me other than other than like um like again like singing in church and stuff but I would sing there but not like that wasn't like a quote unquote real band so <laughs> so <laughs> some people might disagree with that but you know just like so high school bands mm -hmm. run that list down for us high school bands like bands that I listened to or bands that you were in uh, well yeah oh, well, definitely bands you were in I want to hear the band names uh, the, well, the first band I was in in middle school was called Buckwild Louie. Yeah, dude, I'd listen to that right now. <laughs> Buckwild So what kind of stuff did you play in that? Uh, it was like punk rock, I guess. I, Average song was like 80, 85 seconds. Yeah, I guess so. I can't even Two remember. Chords. I don't even remember if we like did any cover songs. It was all just like original. You guys were like pretty angsty? Angsty? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was an angsty young man. Didn't know how to control my emotions most of the time. So I had a lot of outbursts and a lot of interesting things that I would say to people. Not like now, where I don't say, you know, crazy things at all or make jokes. I can relate. Make people awkward. I don't do that stuff anymore. That was only in my younger years. So I've grown up since then. We'll, we'll, see, I'm we'll, having see, we can, we'll see if we can pull uh, Buckwild Louie out tonight. Oh. Bring out the younger years. I'm trying to think of other high school bands that I was in, like names of them. Um, I played, hey, I, I played uh, bass in a band after high school, and that band was called Southern Paws. Um, like, like Paws on an Animal or Paws yeah. on a VCR? Paws on an Animal, I think it was like, so like maybe like the left-handed term, like Southern Paws, like a Southern oh, Paw, South or like yeah. South Paw, but like Southern Paws. Yeah. Maybe oh, that cool, was the yeah. thought behind that. I, I dig it. But uh, I wasn't there for the band's, um, like, birth. I was just like, um one of many members and a rotating door uh, member, so I don't know why they came up with that name, but anyway. TJ just stuck his head in the door and almost interrupted us. TJ Dolan, we'll have to be his butt up and the today. Truffle Shuffle. Truffle? <laughs> Do the Truffle Shuffle. <laughs> um, all right, so um, musically, you're, when you go out and you play a show and people are like, oh my God, you're like the greatest, blah, 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 I love that so <laughs> much, and like, will you play my wedding? All the time. I mean, typically, I, I get sick of hearing that, really. I mean, they just tell me how great I am. I mean, it's, it's too much already. No. Well, when they're telling <laughs> you that, uh, do they tell you you sound like a certain singer group mm. genre? Uh, I get a lot of uh, Ben Gibbard. He likes Death Cab. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. he's definitely a big influence, for sure. And, you know, going back... Uh, for like one of his big influences, um, uh, wow, I'm blanking on the name, uh, but uh, did like Southern Man, uh, Neil, Neil, Neil Young, Young. Yeah. yes, thank you. Yeah, that's like his big influence, and you can kind of hear the like common like thread in their vocals. You know what I mean? No, like when yeah, I found out that, that I can yeah, I like when I found out that that was like his big influence, I was like, oh yeah. So like going back through the history of like who your influences are influenced by. Um, so you know, I dove into a lot of like his back catalog. But yeah, yeah, Death Cab for Cutie is a big like influence for me for sure. How about um, Owen? You know Owen? Owen. Yeah, check that out, Owen. Owen. I think you'll really like that. Okay. As opposed to OFF. 
right. O W E N. O W E N. O W. Oh, yeah. And you'll definitely definitely dig that a lot. All right. So let's let's talk about. Like all musicians, you were gearing up, you were ready to do big things, and then uh, last mm-hmm. March the world took a dump. And uh, so, can you give us kind of the the twenty twenty to current? Um, <laughs> what were you? you what what did you have on the? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing for the last year? How about that? Uh, working from home. Um, working. How many Zoom meetings? Yeah. Oh, every day, Oof. Zoom or uh, WebEx meetings, but. Uh, yeah, I'm fortunate enough to be able to work from home because I work in the IT industry, so I've uh, been doing that. But to answer your question about the music, um, beginning of 2020, I was starting to like play out more. I didn't really have any big aspirations. I'm not a working musician. I'm like barely a weekend warrior, you know. So just wanted to get out and kind of play when I could and just be like an opening actor, supporting act, really, and just kind of. Um, you know, get my original music out there and just kind of test the waters and see how people responded. And even the little bit that I did play, it seemed like people were digging it. So, um, do you remember who you played with here? Because I don't. Mm. You opened up for somebody here, and and it totally slips my mind. Wow, oh, it was um, a band out of Baltimore um, with a female lead singer. Uh, not to focus on gender, but. Um, it really slips my mind. I want to say, uh, did Nick Seckler's band play as well? I don't know if they played. He may have played. We'll edit all this out. Yeah, don't we'll, worry. Fig- we we'll figure it out. We definitely edit this. Ah, uh, man, what is the name of that band? But anyway, the point is know. you've played here. As I have played here. you played yep. here as an opener. So. I know because I've got your sticker uh, next to my <laughs> urinal at home. Yeah, it is, it's a legendary sticker. It's one of the best stickers anybody's ever had. I had it sitting wow. here on the console. It sat right here next to my tablet for months, and I think someone either st- I think someone stole it. We're gonna need reinforcements. What? Yeah, I'll gonna, need to need see some, if I have some laying around. New ones. They're Spe- die cut, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of that sticker, and speaking of who popped his head in earlier, Mr. T.J. Dolan, he took the picture where that sticker came from. I was playing at FinArt um, for one of the shows there before um, uh, FinArt moved to another location, but T.J. took that picture, and I just saw it, and I was like, that would make a good sticker <laughs> so i just like edited it with some like free software or whatever and sent it to sticker mule and they did the die cut of it sticker mule yeah it's yeah. great it's a great sticker and and yeah. sticker mule is a great place sticker mule so one thing i think we may have skipped over i mean mm-hmm. you're an annapolis regular i mean people know you in annapolis i think mm-hmm. that's where we met mm-hmm. we probably met at one of the pop-up shows yeah i'm assuming or Metropolitan Kitchen, possibly. Maybe. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly where we met, but I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it was one of the pop-ups is where we met. Could have been. The ones at San and Joe's. Those are awesome shows. They really need to get back to that. For yes. sure. Local Echo. Mondays, right? Local Echo. Listening. Charles Cavusi and company. TJ Dolan and... Get those shows going again. We're going to have to start drinking every time Cavusi's mentioned on the podcast. You're right. Too. New, new game. New, new game. game. Every time Cavusi's mentioned, cheers. So you mentioned it twice. Mentioned Cavusi twice. twice. Three times. Cheers. Two sips. That was great. That's actually six Two drinks. Two sips for both S's and All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this short <laughs> commercial break. Yeah, so so if you're unfamiliar, I'm sure you've listened to some of the podcasts, but the, the game is if I say great or Rory says cheers or there's any combination of it, that's, ah. that's one drink at home if you're listening along. So, But now we've added, at, we've added Cavusi. and that's oh K-A-V-O-S-I. Mm-hmm. Don't spell it wrong or you won't find crap. Yeah, he blew the doors off. 
That was an awesome show. Shoot. Saturday night. And Josh, you were you were in attendance for that show. I was, yeah. thankfully. Yeah, it was an awesome show. Great energy. Great new song. Killer song selections. Oof. Man. They always put on a great show. Hell. God, they're tight. Love those guys. I gave uh, Jeff a new nickname. It's Jeff Bezos. Bezos. <laughs> If he gets good enough, he can join the super group we're starting here. It's an it's amazing nickname. Bass. I'm sure he loved it when I told him. You do have a <laughs> lot of comedic one-liners <laughs> on Facebook, so I try. Do you, do you have a, any kind of aspirations for comedy? Because we have a comedy show. Oh my gosh! Here once a month. Too, I so. would love to do that. I would just. It, it terrifies me to no end. Even though, like, I ha- I'm comfortable on stage with a guitar in my hand and singing, and but I oh, I think dude. just maybe if I rehearsed enough or I just. Do. Maybe I just gotta rip the band-aid off and just get up and do it. But oh, I love it. But I do anytime I think of something, if I think of a joke or something, I'll make a note of it and I've got like a long list of things. Oh, you're a comedian. Yeah, you're, you're making comedian. notes of your yeah. jokes. You've already, oh, got, you've already got like you're a ten minutes. You're working set. harder than most comedians <laughs> yeah. are. You make notes. Uh dude, come here. uh we got a show, a paid show this month with like bigger time comedians. Mm-hmm. But we're doing once every like six weeks or so, we're doing a uh open mic format ish okay. where you kinda sign up in advance. Um, but it's open to all free and you can come in and it's like uh it's like, I don't want to use the term amateur. It's like non-professional sure. comedy, mm-hmm. but everybody gets like you know a tight five. So Ooh. and there's other watch it, and then you know then you'll have the confidence to go up there for the next one. And there's other musicians that do it. Um, yeah. Steve Sherman. Oh yeah, I was in Magic Wax. He's I was here. I was here for that show. No, no, he's not actually, in Magic when Wax. He's from a Steven to remember. Oh, that's right, Steve oh. to remember. Steve. I was here for that show though, because uh, my uh, my friend Tim Miller he got up and did a set on that show. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so that, that was a great show for sure. And yeah, I, I think about doing stand-up from time to time. And I, and I watch tons of stand-up. I watch uh, Kill Tony. I don't know if you guys are into that at all. Um, Tony Hinchcliffe, he runs a podcast where he gives people, he pulls a name from a bucket and gives people a minute uh, to do uh, you know uninterrupted comedy and then they critique him and or make fun of them or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Uh, gotta have but skin. yeah, they, that's been going on for like five years. I think they just surpassed like their 520th episode. But wow. yeah, any comedy fans out there, if you don't know about this show, definitely check that show out. Not to keep promoting other things that don't have to do with, I mean, cult classic, but it's <laughs> entertainment. That's what we did. Since we were talking about comedy, definitely want to talk about what did you? So yeah, let's go back. So so pre pre 2020, mm. you were gearing up. You're an Annapolis regular. Yes. You've got the world's greatest stickers. You're you're playing music <laughs> out. Um, when, bef- like, March 2020, mm-hmm. everything changed. Right before that, what were your intentions, and then what did your year actually become? Um, I guess my intentions were to just continue to keep playing out, get on more shows, and just, you know, get um, notoriety in the area, just become just another, not another, but do, like, a small fish in a big pond and then work my way up to being a big fish in a small pond, you know. And I think a lot of people kind of have the same ideas, but... Actually, uh, not only did COVID happen, but right before that, I kind of was dealing with some medical issues. I don't know if we want to dig into that. I know Doug and I were kind of talking about that. I know you, man. It's up to you. If you want to share it, you know, we got, we got what, 22, 23 listeners (laughs) plus us, which we clicked the link and refreshed like 40 times. Yeah. So I was kind of out of it for a while. Um, It's a little TMI, but I figured or found out that I had an abscess. In a very sensitive part of my body. That shuts you down. Yeah. So it was so bad that for like a few days I could barely walk. And uh, I had to have a couple of surgeries. 
to get it, got serious. get it cleaned out. That got serious. Oh, it was bad. It was bad, man. It was the Brooks syndrome. <laughs> yeah. It was, if I had to estimate the size of it, I would say probably the size of a kiwi. It was pretty big. Um, I'm glad you're here talking to us. Yes. And, and, uh, when I first, when I first went to urgent care for like, when I started noticing the issues, it was misdiagnosed as, and again, this is a little TMI, but whatever it happens, misdiagnosed as hemorrhoids. So part of the treatment for hemorrhoids is taking a lot of hot baths to, you know, alleviate the problems. But because I did that, the abscess started turn into a football started presenting itself. Mm. So then when I went back to urgent care, when I was, you know, in insane amounts of pain, they were like, oh, yeah, this is a uh, abscess. We got to drain it right now. So thankfully, it came out that way uh, because abscesses, if they don't go out of your body, they can grow inside your body and kill you. So, <laughs> so again, thank you that you're still here. Yeah. Always check your stuff. Yeah. So if anybody's listening out there, if you have any uncomfortable feelings while you're sitting down or, you know, trying to go to the bathroom, Get your ass literally to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> get it checked out because you never know. So there's a, there's a comedy routine in here somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh absolutely. Yeah. And the best comedy comes from real places. So oh, I'll definitely yeah develop something from that. Well then you better get something good out of that. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> so and a lot of the the people in the musician community and a lot of the um, Annapolis community they they do know about it. I've had like one on one conversations with people and they're aware of my situation. But for those who we're not aware necessarily, but saw that there were things going on. That's what it was. So, well, cheers to abscesses. Cheers. No. Cheers. <laughs> hey. cheers. And now the absence of abscesses. Yeah. So that was a rough time. So that's all cleared up for the most part. Yes, and absolutely. We're moving on. Good. Oh yeah. Good. I mean, you were moving on from that, so that's yes. that's good. So 2021, you've got half a year left. Mm-hmm. And uh, world domination tour. <laughs> what do you got booked? You got anything booked? Nothing booked. Um, Why don't you come play here? I could play here. Right, yeah, I'll just talk to you. I'll talk to you. Probably yeah, just local some, local shows. Yeah, we've got some opening slots available. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think that would that would just be my focus for now, just to do again, just like opening or supporting, just because it's. I mean, it's just myself, just doing solo gigs. Um, I would like to, in time, get a band together, but I think with. Uh, I guess we didn't really touch on this, but like, in all the bands that I. I was in, it seemed like we would get to a certain level of progression and then for whatever reason, it just wouldn't work out. And I don't want to use the term PTSD like loosely because that is a serious issue that people have. But I guess I kind of suffered from a little bit of PSD, PS, whatever that, what am I, PTSD, thank you, from like different bands. So I've had multiple people come up and ask if I'd want to, you know, be in bands in the area. And I'm like, well, maybe, and then just never follow up. So like, I can kind of see how that would, seem like I'm flaky or I don't like I like I'm too good to be in a band with them or something but really it comes from just like a place of like self-consciousness where I'm just like I don't know I don't want to like do something to, to cause something to fall apart or something like I felt like I put it on myself like it was my my issue or something but I know it's not true so I felt like there was a cloud hanging over me or something um in that regard I was actually in a Coming out of the church scene, I was in a Christian rock band. Uh, what was the name of 2005, that? 2006. That name is Common Roy. 
and Roy, it was spelled R-O-Y, but it was a derivative of Roy, like, for the French word king. Yeah. So it's, like, common king. Um, we actually went to uh, Tennessee, to Nashville, Tennessee, recorded a record at yeah. the Sound Sound Kitchen Studio. Um, it's actually just outside of Tennessee. I think it's either Cool Springs or, uh, it doesn't matter, but Sound Kitchen, uh, famous studio. A lot of artists record there, but spent uh, a couple weeks down there recording a record. Um, had a couple of record companies uh, put out some contracts for us to look at, uh, but never signed anything. And like I said, a few months after that, it kind of um, kind of fell apart for you know reasons I don't really need to get into, but it just didn't work out. So where are these recordings now? Are they available online? You can search for them. Um, this was like pre all the streaming services. Again, this was like 2006. So... Uh, it might, you might be able to find some of the music out there. I think my biggest fan, my mom, probably has a hard copy yeah. of the CD like <laughs> that maybe I can, you know, scrape up and send your way. But nice. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what more to say about that. I'll, I'll pull out a Force Gump line. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, we're big I, we're I big see what you're doing there. Movie quote. We're, we're big movie quote people. <laughs> movie, well, actually, Mudge is in the booth right now, and we owe him more than the drinks he's getting tonight. Well, because that's right. Yeah, you can't do it tonight because yeah. you just be like, "Hey, let me buy a beer." Yeah, but I'm getting all my Saturday. drinks for free tonight. <laughs> it's all right. This won't be the last time I come here. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so I'll ask you one more question on the music front. I'm okay. curious as uh, I, I get what you're saying about the the band issue. You know, giving your giving your time to other people yeah. and, and all agreeing that this is, you know, something that's worthy of X amount of everybody's time every week or whatever. Right. You know, can we all put in the same amount of effort? Right. Um, that being said, if you were putting a band together, what would your kind of, and, and I'm assuming this is kind of an original thing, what would your genre feel like? And then what kind of uh, local players would you kind of draft for your Ooh. for your band? And we want names. Oh, man. No, we're not going to put I mean, besides, besides <laughs> Michael McHenry. Right, of course. He would be my, my first pick for lead, lead guitar for sure. And then we'd clone him <laughs> two more times. Once um, just to be the hype man and once <laughs> to be the other hype man. Yeah, I mean, there's so many amazing players to choose from. Um, just off the top of my head, I mean, you know, Stanley Jordan uh, on drums, or Jordan Stanley. I think I always Stanley get Jordan on guitar. Yeah, Jordan that would Stanley, be yeah, Jordan exactly. Stanley. Yeah, yeah, Stanley Jordan doing the tapping and stuff, right? right? No, Jordan Stanley for drums for sure. I mean, he's such a solid player, such a yeah. great feel. And he's just always got. Yeah, yeah Jordan's a great player. Can you imagine oh. if they combined and it was called Jordan Stanley? Jordan Stanley Jordan Jordan Stanley Jordan Stanley that would be wild. It yeah. needs to happen. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry for the name mix up, well, Jordan. He, he's um, out because he's in way too many bands already. Yeah, and he, and that's he's the thing. Like all those guys are in so many <laughs> bands. Like um, a bass player again, like Graham. I mean, he's an amazing Furnace, bass player. Dude, he has Furnace. a beast. Um, he's a beast. Personally, player. I'd go upright, but I bet you if you handed him an upright, he'd have it mastered in like three days. So. Yeah, or uh, you know, like Chris O. I mean, he's a solid player. Nice. Playing bass. I mean, we're talking about a fantasy draft for bands for different genres. Oh yeah. Just, uh, kind of teasing them. <laughs> but yeah. And what's your genre? What do you? I mean, what's your feel? Hmm. Soul. You blues. You Maybe funk, like rock. Acoustic rock, folk rock. Um, maybe a little bit of electric. You know. I mean, I mentioned like obviously Death Cab's a big influence, so maybe something in that vein. Um, There's not enough bands that. There's no ba local bands that I know of that even come remotely close to sounding like that. Nah, there's yeah. a few that we're trying, but they're not I mean, there now. 
I would, you <laughs> not know, quite love there to, yet. I would love to hear, you know, something in, you know, dashboard or yeah. postal service, you know, yeah. something like yeah. that, you know. Owen. So definitely check Owen yeah, out. Don't yeah, forget about that. Out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the songs that I that I play now and that I like while I'm playing them, I mean, I hear a band in my head and I hear like the instrumentation. So it's like <laughs> a lot of times when I'm playing, I'm like moving around and rock it out like there's a full band and maybe some people kind of look at that like raise an eyebrow or people love it or or whatever. I mean, I'm sure there's a plethora of different reactions, but but that's what's going on when I'm up there playing. You know, I'm hearing the band, so I just gotta find the people. But like you said, it's like finding the right people for you know giving your time for them you know sacrificing their time for trying something out that they have no idea where it's gonna go but i mean that's why you gotta be in it for the enjoyment not the money or the yeah exactly and when i was younger i'm 36 now but when i was younger and coming up in bands like i think it was a lot of it was i believed it was gonna be a means to an end like i'm gonna do this for a living i'm gonna be a rock star you know and it it took a long time for me to kind of readjust my mindset to, like you said, just do this because you love it. When you start first started playing, like you loved it, and you need to get back to that. So, and you got a unique skill set that luckily affords you the opportunity to buy nice instruments and go out and do it in public. Yes, I assume you speak internet, so uh, like a little bit percent of the world can. So. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I think I've been here lately. I've been doing more like the project management side Oof. of things, and a little oh. bit. God, less nice technical. Thing. I'm like moving away from the technical aspect Just of talking it. Talking to Janet about HR issues and stuff. <laughs> I've been watching some clips from that British show. What's it called? The IT crowd. IT oh, crowd. That's the best Damn, show ever. You start from the beginning. No, I've just been start watching clips on YouTube, and it's and have it's you hilarious. tried turning it off that's and turning it back on again? Every problem I've had <laughs> in the last three years since I started watching that show, I turn it off, turn it on. I'm like, yeah, it works every time. <laughs> God, it's so true. All right, all right. So tonight. Open mic. We, we have to open the doors because they're going to tear them down. Yeah, they're banging them down oh, out yeah. there. Let us know. Are, so are you going to play any original stuff tonight that we might be able to use in the podcast this week? Sure. If you're cool with it. And yeah. What are you playing? All original music. Um, I'm going to open up with the song that I usually open up with. It's called uh, Take Me Home. Um, the second song I'm going to do, which is on Spotify, is Hole in the Ground. And then uh, the third one, which I played last time also, uh, is called Triple Distilled. And that's the newest one that I, like I, that one a lot. I wrote. That's like the, the only one I've written in like a year. And much lo- like a lot of people, either they've been insanely inspired and they're like, I wrote 100 songs, or people are like, I've done nothing. I'm in the latter. I'm in the latter <laughs> camp on that one. <laughs> so I have, that's my newest song. And then I have like, pieces of songs but nothing fully formed quite yet all in their gestation period so badass well yeah. we appreciate it josh thanks for yeah, coming yeah, in i appreciate you, so you guys thanks for, thanks for having me man. cheers to, to you guys yeah, cheers to everybody Rory. cheers at home drinking home looking forward to the music tonight and looking forward uh, to it also i guess uh, we'll officially sign off with letting you know that we're going to return to the rest of the podcast even though we're really about to dive into open mic so cheers cheers fellas thanks for having me and now you are in the know. Josh Mudge, so great to have you in the booth. Thank you so much for coming back, meeting with us, getting back on the horse, uh, riding again, and uh, writing again, playing music, and being back out on the scene. And I'm glad your rear end is in better shape. Yeah, man, thank you. Uh, you know, some people you know, don't have the, uh, the guts to talk about that stuff, but now we all know more, so uh, we know better, and uh, hopefully it's knowledge we won't need anytime soon, but much appreciated. So if you have a little pain... Go get it checked out. Yeah, and preferably not at the at the uh, right clinic. 
the right time to think. <laughs> um, cool. So uh, normally we tell you about all the upcoming events and all that stuff, but you guys know the drill, man. We do open mics on Tuesdays, uh, 7 p.m.-ish. Uh, most of the slots are filled before you get here, so sign up in advance. Uh, wingo on Wednesdays, drink, play, win. Pretty simple. Drink, booze, play, play bingo, and flap your wings. Yeah, and this is coming out on Tuesday, um, and, and in just a few minutes we're going to have another interview that's going to come out later this week. It's going to be Daphne Ekman. We're going to have her up here. She's she's actually hosting tonight. Yeah, and you will be uh, blown away, as you always are, whenever we play her music as well. So looking forward to that. Yeah, um, yeah uh, outside of that, um, you know, by the time you hear this, uh, hopefully uh, the farmer's market's going down, so come see us on Thursday as well, and we got free music all weekend long. So um, stay tuned, rock and roll, and we're going to send you guys out with a, a tune from Josh Mudge. Josh Mudge. An original. The Mudge. Cheers.